Welcome to Breakthrough Brands. You are listening to The Conscious Business Show, bringing purpose, profit, and prosperity into your life and business with your host, Joe Dalton. Yes, folks, and welcome to Name Change Again, and this is what I'm going to stick with. This is it. It's the Joe Dalton Show here at Dublin South FM. My next guest I know for a while, I've met through uh, an organization which we were both involved in, and that's the Global Goodwill Ambassadors, which is a network uh, around the world, and we let Gemma tell you a little bit about more about that. Um, she's also a, a teacher, so she's helping our students out there learn, um, and an author of a new book as well. Gemma Smith, how are you today? I'm very well. Thank you, Joe, for the lovely warm welcome. I'm so glad to be here. So yeah, a little bit about me. Um, my name's Gemma Smith and I am the author of a new book called The Light Within You. Um, I'm also a full-time primary school teacher. So I'm currently teaching or have been teaching year four children. I'm about to be teaching year six children in September. Um, so teaching is something that I've always enjoyed doing. Absolutely love children. I love learning and I love to teach. So it just really fitted my personality. Um, and also, you know, I love I love to write, which is what led me to wanting to write a book um, and being proactively involved with helping others as well, um, which, you know, that's why I'm the chair for the Global Goodwill Ambassadors. I just believe in giving back and sharing that love and light with everyone around me. So, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Yeah, the Global Goodwill Ambassadors, it's it's a super organisation. I think when you and me got involved in it, it was many, many moons ago. Um, and it was just uh, a low, it was just a place where we could just connect and see what was going on in the world. But as good things happen and when people are honest and the integrity is there, it sort of builds into something amazing. Um, tell us what your thoughts are, uh, how you got involved in GGA as well. Yes, yeah, so I was proactive on LinkedIn at the time. Um, I was doing a lot of voluntary work, supporting a lot of children um, academically, which was aside from becoming a teacher because I wasn't a teacher at that time. Um, and I was really, you know, giving back to the community, running different projects. And I was building my LinkedIn profile and I was writing all about the different things that I was doing. And then I came into contact with Richard DePillar who's the founder of uh, GGA. And yeah, he was really, he showed a lot of interest in what I was doing. And I think at the time there wasn't a UK representative for GGA. So, you know, it was kind of a real good timing, to be honest. And um, yeah, we, we got on really well. I could check out at the time then what GGA was about and what sort of things they were doing. And I recognised that it was beautiful. You know, they were, they were recognising humanitarians all around the world. And then Richard recognised me as one of those people. And um, over time, you know, through building the rapport and a lovely relationship with other GGAs, um, he nominated me. And it went from there. I was then really engaged with the organisation, really, you know, proactive with um, building relationships with other GGAs in all the countries around the world. And um, eventually he then asked me to become the chair if I, if I wanted to be the chair. And I, I said, yeah, I'd love to. Um, I saw it as a great chance to further connect and further recognise more humanitarians in the UK 
and build it, you know, build it from the UK's perspective because there wasn't many representatives at that time. So it really is just about giving back, recognising the good works that people are doing. And half the time, people don't even know what they're doing. Is you know, it's, it's so astounding. And when you actually pick them out and say, look, look what you're doing, you're doing amazing work, volunteering for this organisation, doing this off your own back. Um, and it's about giving people that bit of credit that I think all of us fail to give ourselves. It's very hard to look inwards and say, yeah, you know, I am doing a good job. And um, so it's kind of, yeah, it's been, it's been a lovely journey of recognition. I think you're right, because one of the things, it basically recognises people who are doing something good and giving them a pat on the back. And it's developing into something more and more. I, you know, for myself, I think it's people on the ground, people in so many different countries, countries that we can't even, you know, know what's going on. We And, and let's even jump back to what mainstream media might be saying about a location mm-hmm. or a country. And one of the benefits, what we find as well, is that we're speaking to people on the ground that are actually know what's going on, who it's, mm-hmm. it's happening to. And by speaking to them, we can then share what's going on in the world as well. Absolutely. Yeah, you're 100% right. It really is just about, you know, not being afraid to get involved, have those conversations and share the good news, share the good practice, because by more people knowing about the good news and the good practices, you know, in a humanitarian way, it's inspiring other people to do the same. And yeah, it's, it's, it's almost infectious in a real positive way. It is. We, we can say there's darkness in the world and there will always be darkness in the world, but mm. there is so much good and so much light as well. Yeah. And light will always outshine the darkness. Mm. A million percent, a hundred percent agree with you there. And that's something I'm really passionate about is, you know, I think that every single person has a light within them and it's really about uncovering that and, and chasing your truth of who you are as a person. The spark within. Mm, yeah, I think I think it's I think sometimes the flames go out and it's about reigniting that and it's not always easy. I think it can take a lot sometimes and it, you know, even it could even be from other people that could reignite that flame. Yeah, and it's 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 like I say to people, you know, it's about remembering who you are. And most mm. people have to have that dark night of the soul something of tragic or they have to have fall before they actually have that haha moment and go mm-hmm. on that search um yeah. and for me it was when i did my tedx talk i spoke about that you know it's walking up that mountain and it was it was like a, a flash of light and it was a it was like a realization in my mind that you know what everything's okay you know mm-hmm. once once i look within it gets mm-hmm. better and better all the time it's quite ironic that you say that actually joe because i climbed uh, kilimanjaro a few years ago in africa and i i hadn't really trained for it but i where i was i was an avid traveler before that anyway at the age of 19 i decided to go traveling because i was really curious about the world i wanted to do some travel writing so i went by myself i just traveled to thailand malaysia singapore australia and new zealand and from then I just had the travel bug so I decided to a few years later I decided to travel to Africa and climb Kilimanjaro and yeah I think that was the real making of my belief in myself because I just did not think I could do it 
Um, but when I actually set out on the journey, I just wouldn't give up. And it was that, that determination, that mind power that I, to this day, believe got me through it. Because physically, I don't feel that I was, you know, I wasn't fit enough at the time. I hadn't really trained properly. And also my asthma as well kind of got in the way of it. But I think, yeah, if we just have that belief in ourselves at the core, I think anything is possible. Totally, totally. So tell me, what what makes up Gemma Smith? What makes you t- tick? What, what, what gets you up in the morning? I, I am a huge believer in appreciation and gratitude. Um, so I... When I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is I think about all the things I'm thankful for and what I'm grateful for. Um, I I feel that a lot of people fall into the trap of looking around them, thinking about what everybody else has, and actually it can sidetrack them. It can instantly make you feel really glum, you know. So I I believe in the power of gratitude, and that for me is the most important thing when I open my eyes is just to think, right, I've got a house, I've got a roof over my head, you know, I'm... I'm working, I've I've seen through with my uh, qualifications, the things that really mattered to me as a little girl, like going to university. I've done all those things. And no matter what, although there's things that I haven't achieved yet, I know that, you know, they they are there and I can't necessarily have them straight away, but I know that in the long run, I will get there. I will achieve those things. It's about the patience. Um, and it's something that I think is really important is just maintaining that patience within yourself, being accepting of your situation. So okay. whilst I'm being grateful, I'm thinking about those things, you know? Okay, well, I'll ask you a question. When, when was the realisation that this hit you, that gratitude is so important? Because we don't grow up in life you know, going, oh, gratitude, gratitude. There has to be something that kind of makes it, you know, that paradigm shift that goes, holy Mm. God, I really appreciate what I have. So it was when I was, I think I was around 12 years old, I'd spent a lot of time um, at the time with my cousins in Burnham on Crouch. And I actually stayed over the night. And I remember spending some time with my cousin in the bedroom. Uh, It's called Jeffrey. And he introduced me to this video called The Secret, The Law of Attraction. And I remember watching that. And he was really apprehensive about showing me that at the time because he thought I was too young to understand. But I was really keen, as I was. I've always been very keen, very nosy, just wanting to learn, wanting to know more. And I remember watching that. And I feel, honestly, from that moment there, my whole mind, my whole world, my whole way of thinking just shifted. And I started to believe that anything was possible and it talks a lot about the power of gratitude in that documentary that I watched and it just inspired me and I just remember from that day onwards I was just on the hunt for knowledge I was I was thirsty for more I was literally searching for wisdom in conversations that I had with people I couldn't help but write down the things that I'd learned even you know just researching ways to become a better person I was just you know it really sparked that in a in a like wanting to know the truth within me because I just felt that there was something deeper something that I had to investigate I had to find out for myself it's interesting you talk about the book the secret and I it always intrigues me about the book talks about you know we create anything and it goes on we can create a new car or a house or a jewelry and it never never touches on you know, we could create world peace or we could create a better neighborhood. And, and, and you know, it, 
it talks about metaphysics. That's what it talks about. Um, and metaphysics is, you know, you believe that you have something already and in doing so, it sends that ripple effect out into the universe where then things started to change and get put things in practice for, for your life to change. So, you know, when I look at it, I think, oh, would it, you know, would it not be world peace or, you know, better, you know, everybody have food or, and drinking water all over the world. So it, it's, 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 it was giving people the tools but it was showing them about what's in it for me. And I love that you picked the book up or the, the documentary, and I'm sure you got the book like all of us did as well, mm-hmm. and, and saw the better side of that as well. Definitely, definitely. And I truly believe in the power of positivity. And, and again, it's not about thinking, right, I need to be positive all the time, because that's unrealistic. Life is difficult, and there are days where you don't feel like being that positive. But... I do believe that, you know, there are, that we can often learn a good lesson in a lot of situations. And, you know, when something feels very challenging, it's usually because there's a lesson there for us to learn. And I'm I'm a huge believer in that now. So, it, you know, when I'm going facing adversity, I always stop to think, right, what can I learn from this? And it might take me a few days to recognise that because, again, it's about that inward reflection and really digging deep into your soul and thinking about things and making those connections, you know. Um, but it is really about that search for truth, the purpose, the meaning in life, you know, what is your purpose in life and really asking those questions to yourself and no matter what I think as long as you're making small progress small taking small steps every day towards that I think you know you're you're on the right track well that's the biggest question that most people ask out there is what is my purpose um and I always you know being in business a long time as well when people find their purpose and their passion things change for them but if they're working in jobs or they're doing stuff or they're in relationships that don't fit them or they're unhappy in, life is a slog and it makes it makes it very, very miserable. But so if you find truly who you are and what you want to do, it's it is life changing. It is life changing. You are listening to the Conscious Business Show with Joe Dalton. Someone asked me the other day, Gemma, what you know why am I happy all the time? And I am, I, I don't get stressed and I don't get, I don't suffer from worry. Um, and I kind of sat back and I kind of went, what, why am I, why does, why do I never get stressed or why do I not worry? And why am I, you know, 90% of the time in a good mood, you know, I call it from Zen to zero. We can be high flying kites and then suddenly the kids smash something and you go to zero or something happens, you get frustrated, you know, and I have to admit, it's peace of mind and knowing that they're knowing. And I ne- I'd never say this before. Knowing I have a strong faith. That's what it is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. My faith has allowed me to not worry, to trust and know yeah. that everything is OK. Yeah. Yeah. And I completely connect with you there, Joe. Um, I think when I was at university, um, I really kind of discovered that and every you know it's it's really about that inward 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 connection that it's almost you can't really explain it but you just feel that peace in your heart and you know that no matter what everything's going to be okay yeah and and even you know 
I believe the darkness works works together with light. And let mm-hmm. me explain that. You're walking down the road or you're on a trail and, you know, you're hiking. Let's use Kilimanjaro. You're walking along and you wander off a trail and you're walking along and suddenly this bear jumps out. I don't know if there's bears up Kilimanjaro, but a bear jumps out and you go, oh my God, and you run back onto the trail. Darkness works hand in hand with the light. So when you do wander off the trail, the darkness, the bad, the evil does something Mm -hmm. to shock you to go, oh my God, and to push you back towards the light, Mm. to set you on your trail. Yeah, absolutely. And it's almost like sometimes without those moments, you wouldn't actually recognize those light moments. You need that comparison. You need to be able to go through some of those moments to teach you lessons. And sometimes it's just a reminder. It's just, oh, actually, yeah, let me be more conscious. Because I think a lot of us quite easily get distracted and sometimes I think we need to be brought back. Um, it and, is, and yeah. moment. It's about awareness. You know, people, we talk about consciousness and being conscious. And people say, what is it? Look, it's not rocket science. It's just observing. It's being aware of everything around you. And, you know, we do switch our minds off and we you know, go into that sort of autopilot. But it's, you know, if the more and more that you become more conscious, more aware of what's going on, life then is 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 wonderful and never there's never a problem there is always a solution Mm, so i say to my children problem solvers not problem makers (laughs) yes yes definitely but here here it is as well talking about the solution what gave you the inkling to start writing a book about it So I think I got to the point where I looked at my phone one day and I realised I had over 500 notes where over the course of probably six or seven years, I've been collecting notes, I've been collecting quotes, things that just really, really inspired me. And it was almost like an obsession at one point. I was just so keen to learn and to learn from different people that I just had to capture it. I felt that if I didn't capture it, I wouldn't remember it. But I found that by doing that, I never really had to look back at my notes and recall anything. It was it was as though it was all embedded through the practice of kind of taking it down. I mean, I find that I, I learn best like that through recording things. Um, and I kept procrastinating. I knew deep within me that I wanted to write a book because I love to write. And um, that's why when, when I went traveling, I was travel writing. Even as a young girl at school, I was just, I was obsessed in writing. I always had a pen in my hand, a story to tell. And I just, I loved it. It was my form of expression. It was my way of releasing me and just escaping into my, into my soul in a, in, in a weird way. And I, I really liked it. And um, I recognized this event on Facebook one day it just stood out to me and it was a writing camp and I took a leap of faith and I thought right I'm just going to go along to it it was a free a free seminar free event and I was really inspired when I was there I really enjoyed it it was in London and um, at the end there was an opportunity to sign up to a course where they would basically teach you the structure or ways how to write your book quickly and I thought to myself that's something that would work for me because I kept procrastinating it. I was a little bit 
scared of starting you know I think they say that sometimes we're afraid of what we can achieve over what we can't achieve and I think that was the case for me at the time I was scared of what would happen if I started and where it would take me and so I took the leap of faith and I embarked on this course and I think by the end of the three-day course I'd written three chapters and it was just flooding out of me literally flooding my fingers on the keyboard there was smoke coming off the keyboard I remember the people in the room actually coming up to me during the course saying how are you so inspired where is this inspiration coming from but it was just so natural it was just all already there because I'd I'd taken it all in over my life it was just stuff that I had to get out I had to release inspired action "Mm, yeah absolutely and um from that day onwards then I I think I got my book finished in about a week it was 10 days more or less from start to finish that I'd actually finished the content. Um, but now I know from writing the book, that there is a lot more that goes with it. You know, the, the process of editing, the proofreading, the design, the front cover, the back cover, it's been a big long journey, but you know, the process of writing the book was one that I'll never forget because it just felt so right. It was amazing. That's amazing because, you know, there's people out there who have been trying to write a book for years not weeks and you managed to turn something amazing around in 10 days and that's your Mm. first book wait till your second book comes out and your third (laughs) book comes out you know um all gil or gil guided around children as well which they will be amazing Mm. i see that i see that your your next one's gonna be to help kids help kids yeah yeah it actually is joe that's what i'm thinking about doing next yeah i think that's 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 your path that's your path. Mm. So the book itself, what sort of snippets, sort of advice would you give to listeners who, you know, they're on the, on the fence, they sort of get things, you know, they're, they understand that, you know, life isn't a bed of roses, but they're also understand that things can be quite good. And if they put their mind to it, life can change. What snippets would you give to them? So I would firstly say that, you know, it's never too late to chase your dreams. And I feel that a lot of people might be sitting there now thinking, oh, you know, I'm in a really dark place. But I just want to say to those people that you can step away from that darkness. You can turn your back to it and you can make a difference today. And I I think I truly believe in small positive steps every day will amount to huge success. And I've got a saying that I like to repeat quite often to myself and it helps me get through things and it's super strong. And I always remind myself, actually, I don't need anything else other than me to get myself through anything. I've got everything I need within me. I've got a light that I possess right now. So I, yeah, I truly believe that it's not too late to chase your dreams. And I believe that every small little step, every small little action that you can take today towards pursuing your dreams will amount to great success. And um, I truly think that in order to find your purpose, your passion, it's about really thinking about what makes you happy. And it doesn't matter how minute or how how irrelevant it might seem to you when you think about it, but really thinking truly about what your purpose is and using using what you love to do as your as your purpose, as your why, as the reason that you want to kind of get out of bed in the morning, let that drive your day, let that, you know, let that really channel into the light that you have within you. And I truly think that sometimes a little mantra can help you to stay focused or to bring you back especially if you feel that you're veering off into darkness 
And I like to say the, the mantra super strong. It's a family quote that we often say, and it just reminds me to be strong. It reminds me to always remember to look inward and remember that I've got everything inside of me to get me through whatever challenge that faces me. Um, and constantly, you know, think to myself, right, this is just a moment. If, if I'm facing something that is really bothering me right, right now, I just need to remember this, this will pass. And I, I can, I can achieve whatever it is that I set out to achieve if I don't, don't give up. And I think perseverance and patience has a lot to do with that. And it's, you know, it's really about having that faith, like we spoke about before, Joe. I think that's really important. Living in the moment springs to mind. Mm. That's it, you know. What can I do right now in this moment inspired action to move forward? Mm, um, I like that, inspired action. Yeah. yeah. Most people, you know, their brains, they worry about the past, which then reflects how they think about the future. And then they're thinking about the future, what could have, would have, should have. It's something Mm -hmm. that hasn't happened. But if you sort of focus and live in the moment and be aware of everything around you, just observe. Observe the smallest Mm -hmm. things that's happening and you sort of set you on the journey and you open up to wonderful possibilities then as well. Absolutely. And I find that, you know, if you're in a state of joy and you arrive at someone's house, for example, you just you might walk through the door and notice that those people are are not quite there. They're not in that state of joy, but instantly just by you, you know, smiling and offering a helping hand or just being a good person, being a nice person, it just instantly changes the atmosphere. It changes the energy. And I find that quite often it feels as though I've made someone's day just by, you know, being a little bit chirpy, just, being in that present moment and really appreciating the company of those around me. And, and that even goes for if I'm walking in the park, really being observant, really listening to the birds, really looking and observing the trees and just the smallest things and being grateful for those moments, you know? The wonderful joy of the life we live in. You know, there's nothing worse than meeting someone all the time when they're just complaining and moaning. You know, mm. it's, we, we call them energy vampires. But if, you know... <laughs> We like being around people that are happy and joyful and, you know, bring smiles to our face. And I think, I think a lot of that at the moment in the world has stopped, you know, laughter, joy, happiness, interaction, social gatherings, which all is about us having fun has been nipped in the bud. And I, I think mm-hmm. people need to sort of kind of laugh again. I think we really, yeah. really need to sort of laugh again on it the world has got too serious it's too serious yeah childlike (laughs) should be childlike and especially during this current climate as well and you know the rise in poor mental health i think it's really now about time to shred any anxiety find that hope again and gain that true self-belief because i believe there is an unlimited power within each and every one of us and a life that can be based on love and light you know waiting to be discovered and I think we just have to be open-minded to that and really connect with our true self and yeah that's why I really I really believe in that love and light you got it in one Gemma Gemma where can people buy the book where if they want to if they want to get a copy of the book where can they pick it up it's on Amazon. It's available on Amazon um, and it will also be available on my website. So the lightwithinyou.co.uk. And I, yeah, it's worth mentioning that the book is available on all Amazon websites. So that's .com.es, you know, it's available in all of the countries. .com.uk. Um, yeah, on all of them. So, um, and it's paperback and an e-copy can, can be bought. 
sound. Well. And give the name of the book again. The Light Within You. The Light Within You. Chairman Smith, yeah. thank you for coming on the show. It's been great talking to you. Um, thank we, you, Joe. We will, um, as you know, we, we chat often and um, on LinkedIn. And you know, if anyone wants to reach out to you on LinkedIn, LinkedIn as well, you're, you're on there. Um, yeah. So I... I wish you well and I, you know, looking forward to uh, finishing the book as well myself. Looking forward to it. Thank you very much, Joe. Take care. And remember, here at Dublin South FM, we're interviewing plenty of people around the world, conscious leaders, and that's why we have the Conscious Business Podcast, which is part of the Conscious Business Academy, offering purpose, profit and prosperity in your life through soulful selling, mindful marketing, conscious leadership, and creative culture. If you want to reach out to me, it's joedalton.ie. You have an awesome week and take care and look after yourself. <laughs>